Okay, so I recorded this yesterday and I went to listen back to it and the recording is not great. The sound of it is not great for some reason, but there's so much information on it that I just didn't feel right re-recording it because I felt like I would miss some things. So I hope that the audio is not too terrible and that you get a good listen to it. Thanks, enjoy. Welcome to Loving the Skin I'm In. I'm your host, Lacey Huff. Let's take a deeper look at the meaning of skin deep and pull back the layers of loving ourselves more. I went through my journey of topical steroid withdrawal and I'm here to share life after topical steroid withdrawal. So join me in my episodes of sharing my journey, sharing my truth, and helping to empower you to be healthier and happier. Hello and welcome to another episode of Life After TSW. (laughs) Well, in reality, um, my podcast touches on my journey through topical steroid withdrawal and beyond. So um, today I decided, well, first of all, my whole goal is to record um, at least once a week um, and maybe multiple episodes, depending on, you know, what is on my mind and my heart at the time. And also I, I am in community a lot on Instagram and Facebook with other um, people going through topical steroid withdrawal or chronic illness. So I bring questions and, you know, just certain topics that maybe are a common theme that continue to come up today. Um, is, is a really special day, actually. Today, my daughter, Madison, who is 19, she is starting cosmetology school. And for those of you that don't know, I am a hairstylist, and I have been in the beauty industry for over 30 years. And um, I honestly didn't think that Maddie would go in this direction ever. When people used to ask me, do you think your daughter will do this? I never really thought that she would at all. And um, so when it started to become a conversation after high school and a little bit of community college, which is the exact same thing that I did, she decided that this is what she wanted to do. Plus, um, my oldest daughter, Devin, who is 24, almost 25, she's a hairstylist and has been for several years, I think about three years now. So it does make total sense that Maddie would be led in in this direction. But um, I am really proud of both my girls and I'm really proud of Maddie that she decided to take this step because I think that she'll be amazing at it and whatever she decides to do with it. It's when you're, when you get your cosmetology license or you go to school for cosmetology, it's learning hair, skincare, nails. So she really could do any of those things. Um, But anyway, so um, a while ago, I started to think like, what, what would I tell my 20 year old self? And 
I mean, I'm 50 now, just turned 50 in August, and I really feel like I have had this major turning point in my life over the last six months, year, leading up to turning 50 and just becoming more empowered, knowing myself a lot more, more completely. I feel like looking back on the years from, you know, my whole life, but basically, you know, my, from my twenties, thirties, forties, and now I'm 50. So, um, I thought that I would reflect on, you know, what I would tell my 20 year old self, because I think that, you know, I have a following of people that, um, are younger, some are older and, you know, they look to my journey, um, with hope and inspiration, especially when you're struggling through a skin disorder like topical steroid withdrawal, um, because it can seem so um, endless, like there's no end in sight. And, you know, one thing that I, I kept in my, my hip pocket every day of my journey, and I still do, is when, when the going gets tough, there's look for the light. Where is the light? And I hate to say the light at the end of the tunnel, but I do believe that we trek through so many valleys and tunnels that are dark and hard and desperate at times. And I always felt like I just knew that I would heal. I didn't know when, but I kept speaking those words out loud to other people, to myself, journaling, like, I don't know when I'm going to heal, but I'm going to heal. And, you know, it's taken me six years. I mean, it's beyond six years now, but, you know, my skin started to recover um, after two years, and then I recovered another year. So around four years, so the last three years, I have been living life again. Um, now, that's not typical with topical steroid withdrawal. Everybody's journey is so different. Um, but the one thing I can say is just to continue to have hope in something. Hope in yourself. Give yourself that light. Lean into someone else like myself for that light and for that guidance. Um, I have people messaging me daily that are going through it, and it's never a bother. It's never a bother to ask me a question. It's never a bother to ask me 10 questions about what I was going through at, you know, this time or that time or, you know, I, I have a memory bank for it. I have a journal, journal, multiple journals of my journey, and, you know, I do Zoom calls uh, with other people. I coach other people through what they're going through. Um, so that's just a little bit about myself too. So what would I tell my 20 year old self if I could go back and tell her? Um, well, honestly, you know, <laughs> sometimes when you're telling your 20 year old self something, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not ready to hear that. Yeah, there's probably a lot of that, and you might hear some of these things and think, I can't do that, I don't want to do that. That's a really natural, I think, coping mechanism for you're not ready for that, but to, to 
you know, make note of that and then be able to process through getting to that point. Um, I've had many mentors in my life that have suggested things and it sounded crazy to me at the time. And then years later, um, I realized that that's exactly what I wanted, needed and where I was. Um, so I'm going to list out, I have a list of a few things and these are in no particular order and I'm sure I'll speak um, beyond the topics. But um, I guess the first thing that I would tell myself and want to believe is to love my body, love your body, love your body the way that it is. And if you're not happy with the way that it is, then do something about it. Don't just sit and fester about, you know, why you're not happy because ultimately the thoughts that are in your head will be right. If you tell yourself you're not happy, you will ultimately not be happy. And I'm not a big believer in like body image. And I, I think you should look in the mirror every day and see your beautiful qualities and tell yourself that. And, um, like Mel Robbins says, you know, high five yourself in the mirror, look at yourself and give yourself a high five look at your body and love all the parts of your body. Um, so loving yourself, loving who you are, loving the skin you're in. Truly, I did appreciate and love my skin through it all. I mean, I definitely had moments where I was so pissed and so sad that my skin was revolting but it was because of what I had used on it. And it was a sign that my insides were just struggling, like dying to detox. So ultimately that is why I have tattooed on my arm, loving the skin I'm in. That's why my podcast came to be named this. Um, so, you know, definitely um love your body love yourself love yourself first love yourself before anything else because i'm telling you in 50 years if i have learned anything it is that if i don't love myself i wouldn't be good for anyone else i wouldn't be and i trust me i still have moments where i'm not good i feel like a failure as a mom sometimes i'm yelling at my kids i feel hopeless I don't stay in that though. Like I can't stay in that. You can't stay in that. You have to, our bodies are made, our minds are made to continue on, to want more, to continue to fight for your happiness. Um, innately, I believe that that is in us and, and you have to fight for it. So um, the next thing I would say is that I would tell my 20 year old self is time will change you. Um, and at 20, you just don't believe, you don't believe it. You don't, you can't see, you know, 40, 30, 40, 50 years old. Um, and you can look at your mentors, your parents, um, your older friends, you can look at them, but you might still not believe it when they say, oh, things are gonna change. 
time's gonna fly. I mean, like the weeks, the months go so fast. The years go so fast, the older you get, the busier we are. Um, so understand that if you're in a season that's really hard, um, time will change you. Time will change things. Time does heal. And that's one thing in our, you know, withdrawal, you know, addiction community is time does give you a chance to change. It will give you hope. It will give you inspiration. So to try not to be so stuck in that, but I get it when I was in misery looking out my back window and I was, my skin was shedding layers upon layers upon layers and I was in so much pain. Um, I just, you know, the days went by and felt like they were wasted days, but ultimately they're not wasted days. They're days of healing and days of hope. Um, the next thing I would, I would say is to take time off. Um, take time off from everything. Take time off from work. Take time off from working out. Take time off from worrying. Take time off from social media. Take time off from doing all the things. Give yourself grace. Give yourself time to rest. Self-care. Whatever that looks like for you, but it has to be something different than the grind, the worry, the hustle, the whatever, the whatever feels like too much, too much. The go, go, go. That's what I felt like last week. I had a week of just a lot going on. We had been, we'd come off of a week of over 110 degree weather here in California, and I don't have AC in my house. It was like by day four, it was miserable, and it was like six days, seven days of that. Um, and then last week was a normal weather, but I just felt so off, and then I had a sick kitty, and it just was not good. But I rolled through it. I gave myself grace. I took a couple days off of my workout program, and this week I feel so much better. So um, give yourself time off. Um, breathe, and I don't mean just like our body naturally breathes. We breathe like we're supposed to breathe. I mean breath work. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It can be amazing when you breathe methodically along with maybe some meditation. Um, breathe, take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Um, I said this to Maddie today as she went through her first day of school and she was really scared and nervous. And I just said, deep breaths in, deep breaths out. You walk in with your head held high and own this, you've got this, you're amazing. Um, so meditation. I don't, I'm not really big, like, I don't know that much about meditation other than, like, I've gotten more into it. I have on Spotify some um, meditation music that I listen to. Um, through my workout app, I have, there's actual meditations that are, like, 10 minutes long, and I really love them. And that slows your breathing down. It can, you know, your heart rate slows down. You just feel... A sense of relief and you need that along with the time off like those two things go hand in hand slowing down 
not going so quickly through life, not racing, not rushing, not wanting, like living in the moment is huge too. Like being so grateful for the moment that you have right now. And it might be, might look really bad and feel really bad and it hurts a lot, but ultimately finding joy, even the smallest glimpse of joy, gratitude, um, these are all things that I wish my 20-year-old self, self knew, but I just honestly don't think that I could even grasp that without some life experience. But my hope is that I can give it to others. I can give it to my children, my kids. I can't call my girls children anymore, but they will always be my kids. Um, but I still have a little guy, too, who's eight, so giving him that, these tools as well. Um, working out, I think moving your body with intention, um, as much as possible. Um, I do it daily or, you know, five days a week, four days a week. Um, but definitely getting enough of a workout, getting your heart rate up, sweating. Um, if you're in TSW and your skin's just too painful, cause I couldn't work out for many, many months. Actually, I don't think I really truly worked out for like a year, but I did stretching, I did yoga, I did meditation, I did breath work. If you have light weights, one, two pound weights, lifting those, walking, getting out in nature, like these are all things that I feel like consist of a workout depending on what level you are at or capable of at the time. Um, being consistent, with life, with anything in life. Um, having willpower, um, discipline, and consistency are all three, three things that I am actually um, pretty superior at, and I think that that is just because of the way that I was raised. I think ultimately when I was younger, it was a um, perfectionist personality, and I have really worked on not being so so much of a perfectionist i think that being a perfectionist has helped me in so many aspects of my life um you know being an amazing uh, hairdresser being you know great at the things that i really want to do um but it's also kind of given me at times an all or nothing attitude and i work i work at that too because i think being a perfectionist and all or nothing are um, not the best way to be, but you can kind of pull things from from those um, characteristics. Um, so I guess being consistent in your your daily positive habits at any stage of life, I think, is super important. Um, and in regards to my skin, as a twenty year old, I wish that I would have known. Um, that our skin doesn't need anything on it. It doesn't need lotion. It doesn't need chemicals. It doesn't need steroid creams. Our bodies are made to make their own natural oils. Um, now I'm a huge fan of coconut oil. I I used many different things when I was going through withdrawal, and, and I can touch on that in another episode. Um, and now I only use coconut oil. I do use an eye cream. I use 
occasionally like a, it's a tea tree oil serum that, because I've had a few kind of little fungal things. Um, and I know as a 20 year old, you know, a teen, 20, 30 something, 40s, you want to put stuff on your skin. It's fun to go get a facial. It's fun to use all these products. And I'm not saying not to use those. I'm just saying use in moderation. And maybe be a little bit more um, of an advocate for yourself and read and research what is actually in the products and don't be so trusting. Because since going through TSW, I now don't have a lot of trust in companies, even good companies that um, they don't, they might not put some sort of cortisone in to make the skin look better. Um, but that could trigger, you know, some sort of addiction. And trust me, like, our skin is addicted to most things. Our skin gets addicted to chopstick. Our skin gets addicted to putting lotion on every day. If you're somebody that the minute your, your hands feel dry, you apply lotion, that's an addiction. And chapstick, lip gloss. And I wear lip gloss now. I've gone back to being able to wear lip gloss, but I'm particular about what I wear. Um, so, you know, just, just that. The skin doesn't need anything. Our skin does not need anything. It needs sunshine. It needs water. It needs to be washed. I don't wash with any kind of foamy body wash. I use a colloidal silver. It's a sovereign silver, completely natural bar soap. And I actually don't wash my whole entire body. Um, I rinse with water and I wash the parts that need soap and that's it. Um, so if you have any more questions about that, for sure, reach out. Um, I think too, what I would tell myself is that if there is an issue with your body in any way, typically there's a root cause and the root cause is something from inside or something that we're eating or drinking that our body is saying, I don't like this. And so then there's, there's a cause and effect. Um, like, you know, you eat something and you get a rash. Your skin touches something and you get a rash. You get a hive. Um, you get sick. You eat something, your stomach is upset. Um, you know, that's where I just really believe in what is going on in your gut um and having an intuition about your body like really knowing how everything feels every month like i journal i still to this day journal how i'm feeling um when i used to have my cycle i would i would journal i don't have it anymore i would journal day one of my when my period would start and every single day after that, until I reached the next time I would have my cycle. And so throughout that cycle, I would be jotting down how my skin was. I would be jotting down how I felt. Was I bloated? Was I itchy? Was I, you know, happy? Was I sad? Was I crying? Was I mad? Like, I think it's super important to um, have a journal of your life and becoming more in tune with yourself that way because if you are um monitoring and managing the way you're feeling 
then you'll know how to respond or react when you start to feel a certain way. Um, you know, if I get upset now or I feel off, I'm like, I always am more like, huh, wonder what's going on or, you know, what, what, where am I in the monthly cycle? Since I don't have my cycle anymore, there still is a cycle um, after menopause that we're going through. And, you know, our cycles do affect our skin. Like when you're younger, when you're, you have your period, your skin breaks out or you have some funky feeling. That's, that always is happening with our skin and with our bodies. Like there's just a cycle that, you know, continues to happen. Um, so basically I also wrote down here self-love first, which I talked about, um, believing that you are worthy of all the things that you want in life, looking at yourself with worth, self-worth, self-love, not letting anyone treat you with disrespect and, um, being honest with yourself and with others and, um, you know, remembering how much you are loved how powerful you are, um, having a mindset that is empowering. And, you know, I listen to a lot of personal development audiobooks. I read books. I listen to podcasts that are uplifting. And um, those really helped me to have a mindset to get through topical story withdrawal in my worst, worst days when I was just literally in so much pain and I just didn't even know how I was going to go on. I just knew that I had to, to be here for my kids, for my husband, and one foot in front of the other. And the days that I couldn't, I went to bed. And I had to give myself permission to lay in bed because I'm not a lay down be sick type of a person, but there were times that I had to, um, and start to list out the things that you're grateful for. I mean, literally when I started doing my gratitude practice daily, it was, I was grateful for my bed. I was grateful for water. I was grateful for food. I was grateful that I was alive. And it can be, it can start with the, that most simple, um, powerful practice. Um, so if there's something that I can give you as a takeaway today, it would be to um, practice food and get a journal if you don't have a journal. And every day, date the day and just start writing what you're grateful for and let the pen flow on the paper. Let the pen flow out what is on your heart and what is in your mind and flow it so that it's positive because there might be some negative words that come out, but maybe that's because those words need to come out. And I'm here for you if you want support, if you just want an ear, if you want advice, if you just want to chat with somebody that's been through it. And been through it means anything. Um, I've been through lots of pain and suffering, um, divorce, <laughs> being a mom, being a wife. Um, those are joyful things, but they're also work. It's a work in progress. And um, chronic illness, 
um, the pain that I went through, not feeling like myself, not looking like myself, being a shell of myself, and rising, rising from the ashes. Um, so I encourage you to do the gratitude practice and um, just be your warrior self and know that you are capable of all amazing things. Set your goals, set your dreams, write those out. Um, continue to focus on the good. Thank you for being here. So that wraps up another episode. I am so grateful that you took the time to listen and I hope that you learned something and that you have more knowledge about topical steroid withdrawal and we can spread awareness together. If you'd like to contact me, please don't hesitate to reach out via Instagram or my email. I will leave it in the show notes, um, but you can always find me on Instagram and Facebook at Lacey Huff. Thank you so much.